Hey friends, how you doing there? Welcome back to Babel and Tomatu. We're starting Daf Mem Gimel Daf Forty Three of Masech Benedorim, friends. Well, um, well, hmm, uh, well, friends. Good news, exciting news. New microphone today. New microphone just came in. I hope, uh, yeah, I hope that. Uh, um, I don't know. I just hope it'll just go back to being the way it was. Like I hope that there won't be any sort of unexpected microphone thingies um moving forward it's the same exact mic so like i don't anticipate anything changing i just hope that it kind of just uh, uh becomes reliable um or is reliable anyways yeah there have been a few hiccups recently so hopefully that won't happen anymore friends today we're talking about um nadarm and stuff so yeah hefker a little bit interesting things um all right let's do this we're going to start on the Mishnah and Daf Mem Beis, Amud Beis. Um, uh, let's do it. So, I hope that this microphone works good. I'm a little nervous, but should be fine. It's the same exact mic. What do you guys think? Let's read it again. So, if Reuven is not allowed to get any benefit from Shimon, Leashilenu, so he can't uh, um, lend anything to Shimon. Reuven can't lend anything to Shimon. And of course, he also shouldn't borrow anything from Shimon because he's not allowed to get any benefit from Shimon. Reuven cannot lend money to Shimon, nor can Reuven borrow from Shimon money. Reuven should not sell anything to Shimon, nor should he buy anything from Shimon. So now, as you might be wondering, Now, I'm going to read it with the Ran. The Ran has a different girsa of the Gemara. So I'm going to read it with the Ran. It's, it's, it's a bit different than what we have in our Gemara. So, uh, so I understand why if Reuven is not allowed to get any benefit from Shimon, I understand why he can't. Borrow, borrow money from Shimon, why he can't purchase anything from Shimon, why he can't borrow things from Shimon, he'd be benefiting from Shimon. That makes a lot of sense. The Kamasani Mine, he's benefiting from him. Elo, lo yashilen, vlo yavenu, vlo imkorlo, my Kamasani Mine. But why can't Ruvain lend something to Shimon? Ruvain's not benefiting from that. Why can't he, why, why can't he lend Shimon money? Shimon's the beneficiary, not Ruvain. So that's the Gemara. So I skipped uh, five lines into uh, the Gemara. Amr Abiyosi Babchanine Kigon Shenitnaju Hanoya Zemizeh. Oh, so it says Abiyosi Babchanine that here it's talking about where it's mutual. Ruvain can't get benefit from Shimon, but Oichet Shimon can't get benefit from Ruvain. And therefore, that's why it works both ways. Ruvain can't lend to Shimon, Shimon can't lend to Ruvain. Whereas Abaye says that um, Abaye says theoretically Ruvain should be able to lend to Shimon. So it's talking about where Ruvain is not allowed to get benefit from Shimon. And theoretically Ruvain should be able to lend to Shimon. Um, however, we're concerned. We're concerned that if Ruvain lends to Shimon, Shimon might lend to Ruvain. And that's, and, that, and that's not allowed because then Ruvain would be benefiting from Shimon. So uh, Abaye is just making a gzeri. Says it's a gazer. Okay, new Mishnah. Omele Shilani Poroscho. Ruven says to Shimon, Shimon, lend me your cow. Omelo, ain't a pnuya. Shimon says, Oh, my cow? It's not available. Omar Konam Sodai Shani Chorish Bale Olam. 
to which Reuven gets very, very upset and he makes a vow and he says, I will never plow my field with your cow, ever. Oof. Wow, he must have been very, very upset. So if he, if Reuven is a plower guy, he's, 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 he knows how to use a plow. Well, and he, and he does, and he plows. He's a, he's a plowing fellow. So if Ruvain is a plowing fellow, so then the neder, the vow applies to him, and he can never plow his field with this, with Shimon's cow, but other people can, right? Other people would be able to plow his field with Shimon's cow. Now, if he does not normally plow fields, well, then nobody would be allowed to plow his field with Shimon's cow. Because he says that, um, you know, I'm not going to, right, what does he say? Sada shani olam. Then I'm never going to plow my field with your cow. So if he's the one who usually plows, so he's not allowed to ever plow the field with the cow. If he's normally not, not the one who plows the fields, then, um, and other people usually plow his field for him, so nobody's allowed to plow the field. All right. With that cow. What if Ruven is not allowed to get benefit from Shim? The thing is, Ruven's starving. So Shimon feels bad, right? Reuven is not allowed to get any benefit from Shimon. Reuven is starving. Shimon feels bad. Reuven's starving. He wants to be able to feed Reuven. The thing is, he can't feed Reuven because Reuven is not allowed to get any benefit from him. So we saw this in Gemara. We saw this in Ksubis Oichet. So Shimon can go to his local shopkeeper and say to the shopkeeper, that Reuven Nebuch, he's not allowed to get any benefit from me. But he's partially starving. What do I do? And then the shopkeeper says, okay, don't worry about it. And he goes to Ruvain. The shopkeeper goes with Ruvain with some food. And he, he feeds Ruvain. And that way Ruvain, you know, is taken care of. The shopkeeper can then go back to Shimon and say, okay, Shimon, look, I, you know, I gave him a pizza. The pizza costs twenty dollars. Um, you know that that's how much it costs, and Shimon then pays the shopkeeper, and that's considered fine. It's not considered like the shopkeeper is Ruven is Shimon. What did I just say? Ruven is Shimon. Ruven receives the food. Shimon is the one paying for it. So Shimon pays the shopkeeper twenty dollars, and we don't consider it as though the shopkeeper is acting as Shimon's shaliach, in which case it would be a problem because Shimon's not allowed to provide benefit to Reuven and Reuven's not allowed to benefit from Shimon. So if the shopkeeper was Shimon's messenger, that would be a problem. But we say it's fine, right? The, Shim, uh, the shopkeeper goes, gives pizza to Reuven, Shimon then pays the shopkeeper and all is good. Okay, if Ruvain's house needed some renovations, if his fence needed fencing, if his um, field needed harvesting, well, excuse me, I didn't have time to um, pause the video before I sneezed. You would not want me sneezing into the microphone. That that would probably be a whole thing. That oh my gosh, day one of the microphone, sneeze into the microphone, blow the whole thing. Alright, so Shimon goes to the um, workers and, and he says, Look, Nebuch, Ruvain is not allowed to get any benefit from me. I don't know what to do. His, his fence needs fencing. So, so they can go and fence Ruvain's fence 
and then go back to Shimon and say, okay, you know, we did it, and then Shimon can pay them. If Reuven and Shimon are uh, traveling together, Reuven doesn't have any food, Nebuch. So what Shimon can do is, Shimon can give his peanut butter and jelly sandwich to, uh, no, peanut butter and jelly sandwich, pizza. Shimon has some pizza. So Shimon can give the pizza to somebody else, and then that person can give it to Reuven. Um, okay, and then Reuven can eat it. What if there's nobody else there? What if it's just Reuven and Shimon traveling together? So so Shimon can take his pizza and put it on a rock or on a fence, and Shimon can say, And Shimon can say, This uh, pizza is hefker, it's ownerless, anybody who wants can take it, and then Ruven takes it, and he eats it, and Rabiosi says, You can't do this. You can't just... Uh, you know, take your pizza and then right in front of Ruvain say, okay, it's ownerless now. Anybody can have it. And then Ruvain takes it. I mean, you can't, you can't do that. Okay. Now, says the Gemara, Omer Biochlan, my time with Rabiosi. Okay. So says Rabiochlan, what's Pshat with Rabiosi? Why does Rabiosi say that he can't do this? That he can't just take his pizza, say it's ownerless, and then Ruvain can chaper it on. So, Kasav Hefka Kimatone. So says Rabiochlan, Rabiochlan explains Rabiosi that Rabiosi holds that um, making something ownerless is basically like giving something as a gift, right? That if Shimon says that this pizza is ownerless, Ruvain then comes and takes it. So that's basically the equivalent of Shimon, of, of, of Shimon giving Ruvain a gift. Just like when it comes to giving a gift, or I'm sorry, so it's not meaning he's giving, it's like giving a gift to the extent that um, just like when you give a gift, the gift belongs to the giver until it is received by the receiver. So if, if Shimon was giving a gift to Reuven, it would belong to Shimon until Reuven accepts it. Once Reuven accepts it, it now belongs to Reuven. So so when it comes to Hefker, when it comes to saying that this pizza is ownerless, so here too, it's considered to be in Shimon's prop, uh, possession until Reuven chops it around. So therefore, so therefore, when um, there's a bird outside, it's making noise. But I don't mind the the noise of birds. That's what's called chirping, and um, and that's acceptable to me. I right? keep that in mind. If ever you're outside my house in Nachlaot, I don't mind if you chirp. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyways, uh, so so therefore, when so when so when Shimon uh, takes his pizza and says that it says that it says that it's ownerless, it's still considered. In his possession until Reuven takes it. Once Reuven takes it, so then um, it's no longer. So then, at that point, it's no longer considered in Shimon's possession. Um, but there, but until that point, it is considered in Shimon's possession, and therefore, it's like Reuven is taking it directly from Shimon, even though Shimon says that it's ownerless. Fine. Most of Rebbe Rebbe has a kasha. He has a kasha from the following brayso. Vehala notel veochel that uh, okay, Shimon can be mafke the pizza, Reuven. Then takes the pizza and eats it. Rabiosi Oser. Rabiosi says that's not allowed. Om Rabiosi e Mosai. Oh. But Rabiosi says, when do I say it's not allowed? It's not allowed if prior to Shimon making the pizza ownerless, there was already a nether. So Shimon had made a nether that Ruven's not allowed to get any benefit from him. Now they're traveling. Nebuch Ruven doesn't have any food. 
Shimon says, you know what, I'm just going to make this pizza ownerless, and then Reuven can have it. So that doesn't work, right? If prior to making the pizza ownerless, um, uh, Reuven was already not allowed to get benefit from him, this, this ploy doesn't work. But if, Ru- if Shimon had already, before they traveled, had already said that his pizza is ownerless, and then they're traveling, and um, um, uh, whatever it is, he had already said that the pizza was ownerless, and then at a later point, at a subsequent point, he said, hey, um, Ruven, you're not allowed to get any benefit from me. Well, in that case, um, Mutter, Ruven would be allowed to eat the pizza because at the time that Shimon said that Ruven can't get any benefit from him, the pizza was already not Shimon's, right? At the time that Shimon says Reuven can't get any benefit from him, he had already, from before then, been mafka the pizza. And therefore, uh, at the time that Shimon says Reuven can't get any benefit from him, the pizza was ownerless at that time. And therefore, Reuven would be allowed to eat it, then it would be mutter. But, if you explain that according to Rabbi when a fellow makes something hefker, makes something ownerless, it is still considered to be in his possession until the receiver receives it, until the person who takes it takes it. Well, in that case, even in a situation where Shimon made the pizza ownerless prior, and therefore at the time that Shimon says that Reuven can't get any, any benefit from him, the pizza was already ownerless. Even so, it's still considered in Shimon's possession until Reuven takes it. And if that's the case, even when, right, when, so then, when Shimon subsequently says that Reuven can't get any benefit from him, and Reuven then takes this pizza, which was already declared ownerless from beforehand, still it's considered that Shimon is taking it, uh, Reuven is taking it from Shimon's property, from Shimon's possession, and therefore it should not be allowed. Right? I'm going to read that again. And if you're going to say that the pizza belongs to Shimon until Reuven takes it, so Mali Nidro Kodum Lefker, who cares if the Vow was prior to the declaration of Hefker. What's the difference if the uh, declaration of Hefker was prior to the vow? Um, either way, um, at the time that Reuven takes it, he's taking it from Shimon's possession, and it should not be allowed. Who most of love Vumashanila? Abba answers his own question. That when a person makes a nether, he does not include that which he made hefker. So therefore, even though, yes, when a, uh, sa, sa, right, Rabbi Yochanan would say that according to Rabbi Yossi, when a person makes something hefker, it's still, it's still in the possession of the, of the mafkir, in this case, Shimon, until Reuven takes it. The thing is, in a situation like this, where Shimon had already said that this pizza is ownerless, Subsequently, Shimon says Ruven can't get any benefit from him. Well, when Shimon says that Ruven can't get any benefit from him, he's not including this pizza that he had already said is ownerless. So even though, yes, technically, uh, even though, yes, when, when Shimon makes something hefker, it's still in his possession until somebody takes it, in this case, Ruven. But in this case, there's an added sort of uh, uh, detail over here, an added piece of the puzzle, which is that later Shimon then said Reuven can't get any benefit from him. But when Shimon says that Reuven can't get any benefit from him, he's not in, he doesn't have in mind, he's not including that Shimon can't eat this pizza, that, that Reuven can't eat this pizza, because the pizza had already made ownerless prior. So therefore, um, so, 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 so that is 
why, even though Rabbi Yossi's opinion is that when Shimon um, makes something hefker, it's in Shimon's possession until Ruvain takes it, but nonetheless, Ruvain would be allowed to eat this pizza if Shimon had made it hefker prior, because when he subsequently then made the vow that Ruvain can't get any benefit from him, he did not include that pizza that he'd already made ownerless prior. That wasn't, that, right, that memela wasn't included in the vow because he had already made it ownerless. Wow, you know, he's not including it in this nether, things that he already made ownerless. Most of Rav. But Rav has a problem with this. And he, again, the Ran for the second time today has, has a different girsa than our Gemara. I learned it with the Ran, so I'm going to use this girsa that, Mikzosun Larishon Vachulun Lasheni, Sheni Zochol Ishtaibid Berishon. That if you have a fellow and he has two avodim, he has two avodim. Let's call him Ruvain the Evid and Shimon the Evid. So, so the owner first um, 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 gives some of his possessions to Ruvain the Evid. And then he gives all of his possessions to Shimon the Evid. So we're saying that everything belongs to Shimon and nothing belongs to Ruvain. Because when he gave stuff to Ruvain the Evid, you know, avodim are considered property of the owner. And therefore, when uh, the owner gave some stuff to Ruvain, he didn't actually uh, give Ruvain himself, so to speak, right? Ruvain still didn't own himself. Ruvain never didn't own himself. He just owned a few things. And then when this guy gives everything to Shimon, Shimon is then getting ownership of everything, including Ruvain the Ebed, including himself, including all these possessions, and Ruvain and all, and anything that was guaranteed to Ruvain is swallowed up in this um, 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 giving of stuff to Shimon the Evan. So we see here is a case where this owner had made a prior commitment to the first Evid, right? He already said that certain things are going to the first Evid. He then gives all of the things to the second Evid, and that includes that swallows up even the guarantees, even the even the stuff that he had given to the first Evid. So we see that when a person sort of makes this inclusive kind of declaration, it even includes things that he had already commit, made other prior commitments to, right? So if we tie it back into our case, when um, we, we, we should argue that even though Shimon made the pizza Hefker, still when he says that Ruvain can't get any benefit from him, it includes everything, including the pizza that he had already committed to being Hefker, Prior, everything is included in the vow. That's the question. El Oma Rava rather says, Rava Anutama Derbiosi Xerim Shumatnas Beishorin. So Rava rather gives argues on Rabbiochan, which is a big Kiddish. I mean, Rava is several generations, uh, several uh, uh, generations later, and yet he argues on Rabbiochan. It's a pretty big deal. But uh, okay, Rava argues on Rabbiochan and says that no, the reason for Rabbiosi is just out of concern. So meaning, Really, according to Rabbi Yossi, argues Rave, when when a person is mafkir something and makes something hefker, it no longer belongs to him. However, we're concerned about people being tricky, people being dishonest. You know, this being a complete hoax, a complete ploy. We're concerned that Shimon really is only making the pizza ownerless so that Ruven can eat it. Ruven's not allowed to get any benefit from Shimon. Shimon is really only making this pizza ownerless so that, that Ruven can eat it. That's not really considered making something ownerless. And he says, 
like the like the gift of Beishorin. What's the gift of Beishorin? The gift of Beishorin is a, is going to be is a Mishnah that we're going to see in a few days. That there was a fellow, and the fellow is making a chasana. Now the thing is, this fellow said that his father's not allowed to get any benefit from him. Oof, father's not allowed to get any benefit from him. Now he's making a chasana for his son, and he wants that his father should come to the chasana, but his father's not allowed to get any benefit from him. So. So, so what he does is he makes the whole hall and everything and all the food and everything. He, he, he gives it as a gift to somebody else. Now, this other fellow takes all the stuff that he received as a gift and he makes it hectish. And now the and now the and now the Baal Simcha, the guy who made the nether against his father, says, "Hey, you can't be maktish my stuff. You can't just make it hectish. I only gave it to you so that I can invite my father to the chasana. You can't just be maktish it." So. We see that it wasn't really a real gift to begin with, right? He wasn't really giving it to the guy. If he can't be mocked to shit, then it's not, obviously it's not really his. So it was really just a ploy to enable his father to come to the chasen, and that doesn't really count as a gift. So here, Oichit, um, Rav is concerned that if Shimon's just going to be mafkir the pizza, just so that Ruvain can eat it, and Ruvain's not allowed to get benefit from Shimon, so is he really being mafkir it, or is he really just you know playing games so that so that so that Ruvain can eat pizza? So therefore, out of concern that people are not going to properly be mafkir their things, right? Or he's going to communicate to Ruvain that he's really only being mafkir so that he can eat it, right? What he's going to end up, you know, this is going to end up leading to situations where people are not really mafkir things. And if they're not really going to be, end up being mafkir things, right? So if Shimon is not actually going to be making his pizza ownerless. Well, then Ruvain's actually going to be benefiting directly from Shimon, and that's going to be a problem. So, therefore, out of concern for that, um, Rabbiosi says that it is not allowed. But the fact of the matter is, really, it, it would be, you know, uh, considered hefker. We're just concerned out of, uh, we're just concerned about the matnas based chorum. Friends, that was the Mem Gimel of and with the new microphone. I hope that the new microphone is working stark. Um, yeah, we'll see. I really hope so. And then, um, anyways, so what did we learn today? Oh, so we learned about if, if Reuven can't get benefit from Shimon, so then uh, they can't lend to each other. The question is, if why should Reuven be unable to lend to Shimon? So one answer was that it was mutual. Reuven can't get benefit from Shimon, and Shimon can't get benefit from Reuven. The other answer was Abaye's answer. The first one was Rabbi Yosef The second answer was Abaye, who says... That we're concerned that if Reuven lends to Shimon, Shimon might then lend to Reuven as well, which which would of course be a problem. Um, we learned a um, Mishnah about um, different ways that uh, if Reuven can get benefit from Shimon, different ways that Shimon can nonetheless help him out. Right, he can go to a shopkeeper and say, you know, feed Reuven, and then the shopkeeper goes to Shimon and, and he pays him back. Right, different things. And we talked about if they're traveling together, Shimon could be mafkir some pizza for Reuven. Um, but Rabbi Yossi argues and says he cannot. Um, we saw Rabbi Yochanan's opinion, tomorrow we're going to see Rish opinion, but we saw Rabbi Yochanan's opinion that Rabbi Yossi holds that um, just like a gift is in the possession of the giver until the receiver receives it, so also when it comes to Hefker, something is considered in the property of the Mafkir until the, the Zoycha, until the fellow who takes it, takes it, and that's why Rabbi Yossi says it's not allowed. Rava argued and said that no, the reason is actually it is properly Hefker and it does not belong to Shimon. However, we're concerned that maybe he's not really going to make the uh, thing Hefker, in which case Reuven would just be there, uh, benefiting directly from Shimon, which of course would not be allowed. Friends, that was the Mem Gimel of Masechta Nidorim with the new microphone. I hope you enjoyed. Peace out.